Welcome to the School of Dozo, my friends. I so hope you are all doing well and feeling healthier each week. Today, this time is dedicated to guiding you through realistic and attainable health resolutions for 2024. We're putting our focus on meaningful changes that can truly impact your well-being. There is true importance in setting practical objectives for yourself in this area, especially if you're dealing with significant health conditions. Now, whether you're navigating chronic illnesses or simply seeking sustainable habits, this episode is your source for achievable health and wellness strategies for the new year. I'm so excited for you. This year is going to be big. Before we start, I want to tell you about the actual School of Doza. We have an online school. I think it's more of a community. Tuition starts at just $1. And each week, I will teach a live weekly class. And on top of that, you will have an opportunity twice a week to ask me anything you want in an Ask Me Anything You Want session. Tuition starts at $1. I highly encourage you to sign up. We're already having a lot of fun. Go to schoolofdoza.com forward slash sign up. All right, let's get into it. Class is in session. All right, we're talking about resolutions. We're talking about 2024, but hopefully you find this maybe in 2025. Maybe you find this in 2026, who knows? Each new year, people think about making a change. And I commend you for doing this because change is hard. Resolutions are meant to hopefully improve you, right? I have a resolution this year. I intend to, I plan to, my goal is to. And I love goals, right? Because it makes us get up in the morning. And when we achieve those goals, it's a fulfillment like no other. Achievement in life is a lot of times the thing that motivates us. So finding a challenge is really in your wheelhouse. It's something you were born to do. Doing something like losing weight can be challenging for most people, but I wonder how many people's New Year resolution is to lose weight. Some others might be to get healthier. I'm a practitioner. So most people come and see me around the new year because they want to order their labs or they want to get their hormones under control. They maybe want to take care of their autoimmune issue or fix their leaky gut or their fatty liver, right? And they don't really talk about their sleep, right? They know their diet needs to improve and they want to talk to me about that, but they say, I can hire a new nutritionist. I can hire someone, you know, a chef to, to you know, cook for me. I don't know necessarily if this is the right approach, but it's a good start. The first resolution that you should consider before doing anything when it comes to labs, when it comes to IVs, when it comes to even getting a chiropractic adjustment, the first thing I want you to do in 2024 is I want you to put yourself first. All right. Now, it seems simple. What does it mean? Putting yourself first means you decide what you need every single day in order to be your best self. That is not selfish, okay? This is a priority. If you do not put yourself first, no one else will do that for you. If you don't put yourself first, you are no good to anyone else. If you do not take care of yourself first, you cannot take care of others. When it comes to health and wellness, Putting yourself first 
is usually the first step in the step towards achieving health and wellness. A person that wants to no longer be a diabetic has to make the decision that I do not want to be a diabetic anymore. The person who wants to lose 100 pounds needs to make the decision that says, I want to lose 100 pounds. The person that wants to exercise and start exercising more has to make the resolution and say, I want to exercise more. But regardless of what the goal may be, the major underlining issue is that you need to make sure that you always put your needs first. And it's not selfish. I have to keep saying this because I see most of my clients are female. All right. It's a bunch of women coming in. And I love talking to women about their problems because they tell me everything. Women tell me everything in their life concerning their family, their friends, their work, hormones, their sleep, their poops, their periods, their skin. I mean, everything. They tell me every single thing. And then they tell me what's going on with their husband, too. And what's fascinating, I, I ask them, okay, well, you know, you're taking care of your family. You're taking care of your job. You're taking care of, you know, the kids. You're taking care of, you know, friends. Who's taking care of you? And usually women will say like, I don't know. Well, that's why I'm here. Right? So they come and talk to me in a consult. And they say, that's why I'm here. I'm putting myself first. I'm deciding that I am that important that I need to put my mental health, my physical health, and my emotional health as priority number one. Now, however they choose to do that, whether it's in the form of getting labs done or having a consult about their hormones, whatever it may be, that's fine. Some people just simply ask me how to help you know, lose weight, right? Like the semi-glutide conversation starts. I mean, I talked to someone the other day. They said they have the prescription for semi-glutide from someone else. And then they said, uh, I, I don't know if I want to take it, actually. They said, I want to do the more natural route. I don't think this is going to fix the problem. And I need to lose a lot of weight. I was like, okay, this is great. You imagine if you want to lose weight, that is putting yourself first. That's, that's not selfish. What happens when you lose weight? You feel great. I had someone the other day said they lost 40 pounds by simply just quitting their job and going to another job. That's how stressful the job is. This person lost weight by basically putting themselves first. They quit their job and went to another job. And this job was so fulfilling at this new job that she was no longer living in an inflammatory, toxic environment and she was able to lose weight. Because weight gain is a product of inflammation. You could simply have inflammation by not putting yourself first and working in a dead-end job that does not serve you. How many people out there go to a job every day that they love? How many people go to a job every day that they hate? How many people go to a job every day where they do not feel fulfilled? How many people every day go to a job where they feel supported? How many people every day feel like they have a community that they can run to when they are in need? And how many people actually even ask for that help? Right? A lot of times we don't ask for it when it's too late and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Putting yourself first means asking for help. That is, there's no shame in asking for help. It is not a sign of weakness. Help is one of the things that humans were designed to do. I am designed to help you. I am designed to give you help when I see, feel, hear, or learn about you needing help. And if you come into the Nurse Doza Clinic, I'm going to give you every single bit of help that I can find and that I know about. 
But the truth is, I am not a healer. I'm not a fixer. I cannot put yourself first. I can't make you come to my clinic. I can't make you sign up for a consult with me. But I can promise you this. If you sign up for a consult for me, or kind of a consult with me, I'm putting you first. I'm putting your needs first. All right? People ask me all the time, how much are your consults? Honestly, the consult price doesn't matter. Okay? It doesn't matter. What matters is if you come into a consult, whether it's online or in person, you have my attention for 20 to 40 minutes, whatever you pay for, my undivided attention, which means I will problem solve. I will troubleshoot for you. It will be whatever you ask me, we'll come up with an answer. Okay? And if not, we'll come up with a plan. This is what putting yourself looks like, putting yourself first looks like. It means coming down to, I need help, but you have to give me the question. You have to ask the question. You have to ask the right question because otherwise I'm going to have to ask the right question. If you just come in and say, I need to lose weight, you and I both know there's more to the story. People who need to lose weight, there's a backstory. Why do you need to lose weight? Why do you need to lose 40, 50, 60, 70 pounds? Why does your sleep need to improve? Why are you stressed out all the time? And they come in, they say, I need help. And I'm saying, okay, are you ready for the help? Are you ready to have a better life? Because health is equivalent to function. If someone comes in and they want health, to me, they don't function well. Because if you were healthy and you had it all figured out, you probably wouldn't come into the clinic. We do have biohackers and optimizers who come in. They're like, I want to live to 120. I figured it out. I want to go more. And here's the truth. You haven't figured it out yet. You can't hack your way into health. There's no way. You can't biohack your way into better sleep. I'm sorry. You have to get pure, unadulterated sleep with pure sunlight in the morning to back it up. Okay? I wish I could sleep for you. When people come in here and they need to sleep better, I can't give you a pill to sleep better. I can't go physically sleep for you. You have to sleep. Like you have to eat. Right? I can't eat for you. I can give you the supplements, but you have to take the supplements at home. I can order the labs for you, but you have to physically come in here and let me draw the labs from you. If you come into the clinic, I will draw your labs from, from you. I will ask you what labs that you want to look at, which hormones you want to look at, right? What issues you want to address. You know, do you want to change your poops? Do you want your skin to look better? Do you want clarity? Do you want a job promotion? Whatever it may be, it starts with saying, help. I need help. Put yourself first this year and ask for help. Another solution, actually another resolution you should consider making. I mean, it is a solution. Develop a sleep routine. This year in 2024, this is the year that you develop a sleep routine. All right. And it seems so simple. I don't care how old you are. You can have a sleep routine. Right. As a kid, you send the kids to us, uh, the bed at a certain time every night. Right. Okay. As an adult, you probably go to bed around the same time every night. Okay, I know that you and I both know that you need to go to bed earlier. If I had one thing I could go back and tell my 19-year-old self, I would say go to bed earlier, all right? Because sleep's that important. Sleep is the most important thing you could do for your health. So you imagine in 2024, if you want to lose weight, you want better blood pressure, you want to fix your liver, you want to fix your gut, you want to fix your Hashimoto's, you want, even if that's possible, right? Like whatever your health issue, okay? I'm going to say, well, what's your sleep look like? And if your sleep is off, your health is off. I can make the case that your weight gain is from your sleep being off. Sleep deprivation leads to weight gain. Sleep deprivation leads to high blood pressure. Sleep deprivation leads to inflammation. Sleep deprivation can lead to cancer. 
Seriously, this is how important a sleep routine is. I could make the case that the second you get up in the morning is the second you need to start thinking about your sleep. How much do we work during the day? All right. And how much do we sleep at night? A third of our day is spent sleeping because the rest of our day is spent draining our bodies, killing our bodies, overstressing our bodies, overworking our bodies. And for what? For you to sacrifice your health again in 2024? There is no job out there that's worth you killing yourself and your health. Mental well-being, emotional well-being will be what is the end issue when it comes to someone who does not get good sleep. I talk to most people who sleep is off. They're miserable. Weight gain is just the start. You imagine if you had sleep deprivation, sleep apnea, slept with a CPAP for 10, 20, 30 years of your life. This person is tired every single day they wake up. Okay. When I was in practice, uh, when I started 14 years ago, I, I started learning about hormones. And I started t testing them and I started learning more about them. And I started figuring out that the adrenal glands were one of the driving factors in our energy. You talk about energy production, you talk about stress response in the body, you talk about stress. It's your, you're talking about your adrenal glands. Well, your adrenal glands make cortisol, adrenaline, they make you function throughout the day. Okay. But at nighttime, your adrenal glands aren't really working as well. They're, they're kind of like taking a nap. What's really activated at night is your brain. But see, during the daytime, the brain and the adrenal glands are talking to each other all day. And they're talking about things to do in response to you going to work, you working out in the gym, uh, you know, rush hour traffic, you wanting to learn. The brain and the adrenal glands are working. And then everything else is working after that. When you sleep at night, that's when your brain can regenerate the whole body. You can regenerate hormones. You can restore the adrenal glands. You can restore your thyroid. You can restore your liver if your sleep is healthy. Most people's, health are, uh, uh, most people's health and sleep aren't healthy, all right? One billion people around the world have a fatty liver. I might say that every single podcast, just to prove a point. One billion people around the world have a fatty liver. One billion people around the world probably have poor sleep. And you're probably saying that's a low number. It probably is. I would probably say, what, three, four, five billion people around the world have poor sleep? I mean, last night alone, I probably went to bed too late, right? And I also was working late last night right? That was compromising my sleep. And you're like, yeah, but you're just, that's what happens throughout the week. Yeah. But after 20, 30 years, it catches up with you. What's your sleep routine look like now? It's easy to address it. I ask simple questions like this in my consults. I say, can you turn the lights down starting around 8 PM at night? Most people say, yeah. And if you think about how many lights are in your room right now, in your bedroom, in your living room, it's 9 p.m., it's 10 p.m., and your lights are still on, the TV's on, the, the kitchen light's on, right? There's some noise in the background. That's too much. And if you're looking at your phone on top of all this, too much. Start shutting it down, 8 p.m. Your body, is like the sun's down, okay? You should be winding down. Your body's getting prepared to shut down and regenerate and recoup from a long day. Prepare for sleep before you go to bed. Don't just say, okay, it's 9.30, it's 10 p.m., close your laptop and say, okay, I need to go to bed now. I'm going to fall asleep. That doesn't happen. Like I said, if you want to prepare the second you get up in the morning, get sunlight. Sunlight first thing in the morning prepares you for sleep at night. 
the sunlight that you get first thing in the morning will help you make melatonin at night while you sleep. If you miss out at sunlight first thing in the morning, you possibly miss out on melatonin production at night. And melatonin is a crucial hormone slash antioxidant slash neurotransmitter that we usually mainly make at night. Melatonin is a powerful antioxidant, which means it cleans out our body and it cleans out our brain when we sleep. And if we do not get deep, restful sleep, we do not clean our brains out while we're sleeping. We do not clean out our hormones while we're sleeping. Get better sleep by getting sunlight in the morning. And if you can't get sunlight in the morning, take vitamin D. You don't know what, which vitamin D to take? Take vitamin D3, 5,000 units. And make sure it's vitamin K2 along with it. Go to MSWNutrition.com. Go get the D. That's what I take. Vitamin D helps you make serotonin, helps you make melatonin. Sunlight, most people are deficient in it, helps you sleep better at night. That's part of the routine. Imagine before you go to bed at night, you're turning down the lights at 8 p.m. And then let's say you pick the phone or the TV before you go to bed, not both. You can't work, watch TV, and have your phone on and expect to go to bed and stay asleep at night. And if you say, hey, I got good sleep. I'm six, in bed six, seven hours sleep. My real question is, are you asleep all night or do you wake up? Most people's response is, oh, yeah, I wake up a couple of times. I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't wake up really at all. Maybe once or twice, you know, three, four times max. Some people wake up constantly at the night. And what happens is you get out of deep REM sleep. You want the deep sleep. For all you people who wear uh, wearable devices, Apple Watch, I wear BioStrap, there's Aura Rings, Whoops. It measures your sleep. Go look at your deep sleep, okay? And if you track your sleep at home, change your lifestyle, develop a sleep routine that makes your deep sleep improve and track that throughout the year. In 2020, buy a wearable device, track your sleep, and develop a routine that improves your sleep every night. You will be healthier by the end of the year. Another resolution you can you should consider making is get your labs done. It's 2024. Get your labs done. When was the last time you had labs done? Have you ever had labs done? I meet grown adults and they haven't had their labs done in years. Okay? And if you're a woman, you normally get your labs done at the OBGYN. Does, does your OBGYN order your hormones? And does it does she or he order all your hormones? Does your GP order normal labs, regular labs, or extensive labs? Have you ever had all your hormones checked? Have you had your inflammatory markers checked? Have you had, uh, you know, your liver markers checked? Right? These are important. Why? Because this information will tell you what's going on inside your body. All right? If you've never had labs done, or if you haven't had labs done in a while, I highly encourage you to get yearly labs done. When you get yearly labs done, you get a chance to track your health. When you have labs, it is objective information that you can take and use to help you function better. For example, I am a practitioner, but I also consider myself a bit of a mechanic. All right, I am a human mechanic, which means is if I was an auto mechanic, you brought your car in to the shop, I could run some scans and tell you what's going on with it and hopefully fix the problem for you, all right? Well, it's kind of similar, right? You bring your car in, your human body, into my clinic. I scan it using labs, and I look at all the systems in your body, and I can tell you what system is off. 
I can tell you what system is missing a key ingredient, and I can tell you which systems genetically are always going to be off, and you need to address them. This is what labs tells me, all right? And I'm saying, if I guess what's going on with you, I have to ask the right questions, right? I'm a functional medicine practitioner, and I had to go out of my way to develop my bedside manner to where I asked the right questions, all right? I've had to really work on this because a lot of people don't always have the knowledge to be able to come in and say, hey, this is exactly what's going on with me, right? So if you come in and say, hey, I have PCOS and I have thyroid issues, then guess what I'm doing? I'm ordering labs, okay? But if you come in, you're like, I've gained a bunch of weight and my skin hair and nail, you know, nails are changing. I don't know what's going on. I'm ordering labs, right? Because I don't want to guess. I want to know. I, wa I don't want to guess. I want to test, right? I test for labs, order lab testing. I can see the results. And then what happens? You can sit down with someone and they can tell you what's going on in your labs. Now, this is the difference, okay? I'm going to give you a little bit of homework because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm Dean Nurse Doza of the School of Doza, and I love to give homework to help people. Your homework is this. Imagine you go find a place to go do your labs, okay? Your homework is that you got to find a practitioner who can review those labs with you. And you're going to say, this is the hard part. I can't find someone to order labs, and I can't find someone to understand the labs for me. Because I see this with a lot of people. I mentioned the School of Doza. I mentioned the fact that we have a podcast. You're listening to it right now. We talk about these labs. If you really want to go out of your way, extra credit is you go and listen to all the extra podcasts that we have on the reading lab section. We go over TSH. We go over A1C. We go over HSCRP. We go over homocysteine. Right? We even talk about supplement ingredients like folate. All right, we talk about glutathione. We talk about GGT. We talk about genetic markers like APOE. Imagine if you go listen to it, even on our YouTube channel, there's a playlist. You could sit down one Saturday afternoon with your labs and go through each lab and just listen on our, on our playlist. And so that makes sense. You can make some notes. Like I said, the other option is you sign up for a console with me. I'll go over your labs. I love going over labs with people because then you tell them what's going on with their body. They understand what's going on with their body, right? They can make educated decisions on what's going on with their body. Yearly lab work should be on everyone's list. It's 2024 labs. And you'll see me online push a lot for labs. You know why? What happens at the beginning of the year? Everyone wants to get healthier. They know healthier is better. I want to lose some weight. I want to exercise more. I want to eat healthier. I want to drink less. I want to sleep better, right? All that, okay? You know what will really motivate you to stay with that plan? Labs. Here's how. The labs we order come in color, red, green, and yellow. Green's good. Yellow's okay. Red's bad, okay? So even if we measure blood sugar and you see it's in the red, even if you don't remember the number, you're like, that's bad, right? And like, yeah, it was bad. We got to get your blood sugar in the green. Okay, what do I do? You do this, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now what? We order the labs again in three months, and then we make sure that we're headed into the yellow or the green, and we're not in the red still. And you say, okay, I got you. We want to be in the yellow and green. Good, got it. You got the game plan, boom. That's how it works. You come in three months again, say, okay, let's order your labs. And we look over it, and we compare it to the first round. We look at your baseline labs, and then three months, six months later, we say, okay, what's the difference? If there was something off in your labs in the first round or the yearly labs, you can address it. 
You can address it in three to six months, and by the end of the year, hopefully you got it on track. All right, because imagine when you do your yearly labs again a year from now, and you say, I want to check everything again. Am I in the green or everything? Yeah, you're in the green. Keep it up. Good. Awesome. I'll keep doing what I'm doing. I have found that labs keep people accountable. I have people that have ordered labs with us. I don't know, over the last seven, eight years, have ordered 10 to 15 different rounds of labs with us. I have myself ordered maybe 15 labs, rounds of labs on myself. And I say like multiple labs every time I order. I order... I order all the different things that you need to see. So if you need if you need that, think about it, okay? Like I'm saying, I could go into it. I, I don't want to geek out too hard, but get your labs done. Another resolution you should consider making is try a monthly fast. Now, the monthly fast is great. And I consider a fast to be something where you don't eat food or calories for probably about 24 hours. That's a fast. Like now some people know about intermittent fasting. That's basically skipping like a like a meal or two. You know, you skip breakfast, you skip lunch. That's fine. I want you to try a 24 to 36 hour fast at least once a month. Okay. In 2024, if you do a, a 24 hour to 36 hour fast once a month, you will be healthier by the end of the year. There's science and studies that show that when you fast, it helps regulate your insulin. And when you regulate your insulin, you live longer. Plain and simple. You think about diabetes and insulin, I think about just that anyone who has insulin problems won't live very long, not just the diabetics. One in three people in this country are pre-diabetic, which means they all have problems with their insulin. And years of insulin problems leads up to diabetes. There's probably more than one in three people that are pre-diabetic in this country. I'd probably make the case that one in two which means you look to your left or right, someone has a problem with their insulin. And they're not going to live as long as they could. Now, you might say, well, I don't want to live you know, that long because you know, getting old sucks. I beg to differ. All right? I read that when I saw this video about a guy who was 100 and he was learning a, a, a new language. He was happy. He was enjoying it. 100 years old, learning a new language. I imagine I'm going to learn a new guitar, uh, guitar song when I'm probably 100. You know, I'll still be playing guitar. So I imagine I'll be learning something new. It's not that getting old has to, you know, be bad. It's just as you get older, you become wiser. You learn how to take care of your body in certain ways to where your body can be used to your advantage. The human experience is really what life is all about. You want to be able to travel and experience and learn and share and laugh and cry and have emotions, right? Experiences. You have to be healthy to do that. When you're traveling and you're backpacking through Europe, the people who backpack through Europe are more concerned about looking at all the sites as opposed to trying all the food. It's like, yeah, I'm here. When in Rome, right? But imagine you don't need the food in order to enjoy Italy. You don't need the food to enjoy the pyramids that you see in Egypt. You don't even need food to really enjoy the Amazon rainforest. But when you go and you travel and you're there, the amount of joy that you have gives you all the nutrients you need. Seriously. Fasting, you don't need food. Science shown us that the human body does better when we don't eat. We eat more than enough food. You don't have to starve yourself for months, but what I'm saying is you need to eat less. 
if you give your body a break once a month for one day and not eat, you get healthier. Even if you're a diabetic, you'll get healthier. They promote caloric restrictive diets, aka fasting, to diabetics. They introduce it as intermittent fasting. People that are trying to lose weight, intermittent fast. The keto diet is very popular. But I want you to fast. If you fast, you can get to a 24 to 36 hour fast and you unlock the potential of the insulin to promote health that's called mitochondrial rejuvenation. All right, for you geeks out there and the nerds that want to do your extra credit homework, go look up something called AMPK, A-M-P-K. It's this gene that all of our cells have that is activated that promotes longevity. When you don't eat, you can unlock longevity. This gene is involved in longevity. And when you eat, you shut this gene off, AMPK. And that shuts down longevity. This is what science says. It's incredible. My nutrition used to be eat real food when you're hungry. Before that, it was eat paleo. Before that, it was eat a bunch of protein. Before that, it was eat 2,000 calories a day. My nutritional advice to people now is don't eat for a whole day and you'll be healthier. Do it once a month. You'll be superhuman after a while. The last resolution you should consider making, I want you to cook your own meals. I thought about the simplicity of this resolution. Imagine that for one year in 2024, you decide to cook all your own meals. It's going to take a little bit of effort, but the science shows you will be healthier. You and I both know that eating out is not the best for you or your wallet. You enjoy it because it's convenient and it tastes good. But how do you feel afterwards? When you cook your own meals at home, you feel incredible afterwards. Studies have shown that people consume less carbohydrates, less fried fat, less fried oils, less sodas, less alcohol, right? When you eat or drink at home. When you cook your own meals at home, you know exactly what's going on your plate. You know the ingredients because you shopped for it at the store. You know how hard it was to make this meal and you know where it came from. You could go so far as to know where your chicken eggs come from. We get our eggs from Vital Farms, which is cool because they're out of Austin. And they have this little insert in each of their cartons. It talks about the, the hen that the eggs came from and it has a name and it talks about the life that the hen has. And you're like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, no, that's cool. Because if that's a healthy, happy hen, I want to eat those eggs, right? I want to eat eggs from a healthy chicken that wasn't injected with a bunch of hormones. And if I go out to eat and I get breakfast tacos, because everyone in Austin has breakfast tacos, how do I know those eggs in the breakfast taco came from a healthy, happy chicken, right? Take it a step further. We love tacos in Austin, right? The beef, the beef, right, that most people have in tacos, the bacon right? Where did that pig come from? Where did that cow come from? What was the pig and the cow eating? Were they eating healthy food? Were they living a healthy life? When you cook your own meals, you know the sources of your food. 
If you've ever shopped for your food at the store, you know shopping at the outer edges is much healthier for you. I love being able to go in the produce section and pick out my avocados, right? Avocados are seasonal. Well, they should be at least. But when you go and you pick out an avocado, you know when it's ready. You know when it's ripe. You know when it's going to be too ripe too soon. And we eat a lot of avocados. It might be the most perfect food. But for avocados, it's seasonal, right? And then there's other fruits that are seasonal as well. You should be eating seasonal food. Right At most menus, they don't have seasonal food. Like Chick-fil-A, there's no seasonal food at Chick-fil-A. It's the same fries, the same chicken nuggets, the same ice cream, and the same lemonade every single day. Okay, Now, if you cooked your own meals at home every single day for 365 days for the whole year of 2024, and then you compared it to someone who went to Chick-fil-A every single day or McDonald's every single day for the year 2024, who do you think would be healthier? Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous to ask that question, but it's even more ridiculous to ask a grown adult, almost beg and plead them, can you just eat at home? In 2024, can you just eat more meals at home? And if that is the case, you'll be healthier. And I talked to someone earlier this week, it does take a little effort. You can meal prep. I was talking earlier with our producer. I don't like to cook. So I eat a lot of like raw things. Like I eat, you know, sardines out of a can. Seriously, I don't care. It tastes delicious, actually. I eat uh, avocados. I'll put, you know, just cut them in half and put a little salt or pepper on them. I love uh, plantain chips. The, the straight out of the out of the bag, straight out of the container. Um, I love uh, raspberries, blueberries, carrots. I'll eat raw broccoli. Uh, beef sticks, you know, like, so you see what I'm saying? Like, it's easy to eat all that. And then I feel good afterwards. Right. And then as far as like my kids, like my kids eat, you know, broccoli, carrots, berries, avocado. We give them like these little sausages and meatballs that we heat up. Right. Like, you know, little protein balls. And then, you know, like I, I would do ground beef for them. If I cook my own meals at home, I don't eat gluten. So we do like this gluten-free pasta because the kids like mac and cheese, right? Um, the ingredients, like it's like an Annie's. I think if you ever heard of Annie's mac and cheese, like they're considered organic. They're in like almost all the grocery stores. My kids love mac and cheese. I, I don't really go out to a restaurant to go eat mac and cheese. And think about it. My kids, if we go to a Mexican restaurant, you know what they want? They want fries and mac and cheese. If we go to an Italian restaurant, you know what they want? They want mac and cheese and fries, right? Like what's the point of going out? And if you're a parent and you have kids, it's really hard to go out when your kids are like under 10. So it's just much easier to eat at home. But people who cook most of their meals at home are healthier. All right. If you could three nights a week to start off with. All right. Someone told me the other day they eat out every single day. All right. I know this is the case with a lot of people. All right. And it, honestly, it's expensive to eat out. I know it is. All right. If you cook at home, you're saving money. You know what food is going on your plate. If you're a parent, you know exactly what you're feeding your kids, right? You, you, it, the food will taste better, honestly. You're, you're making it yourself. You're making it for yourself, so you, you know you're going to put some effort into it, right? And then at the same time, after you're done eating, you can go sit on the couch. You can go stretch. You can go outside and walk if you want to, right? If you're at a restaurant, you're at a bar, you're probably going to keep eating or you're going to keep drinking, 
all right? Cook your meals at home, all right, for 2024, all right? As many as you can, and you'll be healthier. If I look at 2024, I think about potential. I am excited for 2024. We just started a new school, School of Doza. Our podcast will be almost a year old come March. We have grown online. We have grown in-house. I've made it a point to work on myself, though. You know, all the people that you listen to online, that you follow, they're real people. And they have real emotions. They have real feelings. They have real problems. They have real health problems. When I started all this years ago, I knew that I was going to take care of myself. Because if I wasn't good to myself, I couldn't be a good nurse practitioner or anyone. I couldn't be a good chiropractor. And that meant I had to put myself first. All right? And I, I, I've had this talk with people around me. And I, and I tell them too, I said, put yourself first. Okay? If you don't know how to do it, work on your sleep. You know, get your labs done. We can figure out what's going on with you if it's a little more serious. You know, when it comes to diet, I believe fasting is really healthy for you. You should try it. It'll kind of be like a reset. And then, you know, you got to eat. So might as well eat your meals at home. Like those things are simple. If you did one of those things, if not all of them, for 2024, you would walk out of 2024 feeling incredible. Your job would probably be better, or at least going to work would probably be better. Your family life, you'd probably lose some weight. You'd have better poops. Your hormones would improve. Your blood sugar would get better. I mean, come on. Let's do this. 2024 is the year of you. Okay? I love when someone is motivated. If you're that motivated, take it a step further. Okay? Buy supplements. MSWNutrition.com If you wanted one supplement, I guess, out of all of them, I like Boost. Boost is probably my favorite, actually. If you were to say, like, how can I jumpstart this new year? I don't talk about Boost enough. Boost is my favorite multivitamin pre-workout. It tastes delicious. We have a berry flavor. It comes in a travel packet. There's tons of B vitamins like B12, B9. There's glutathione in it. There's green tea extract. I was talking with the other producer earlier. I don't drink coffee because coffee makes you jittery. But I get my caffeine this way and I drink it with water every morning. It's my multivitamin. I feel incredible after I drink it. If you had one every single day for a whole month, you would feel incredible too. You'd be motivated to make the changes probably. If you need a gentle nudge, take a consult with me. NurseDoza.com forward slash consults. If you want another gentle nudge, be a student. $1 is your tuition. You can be a student in the schooladoza.com forward slash sign up. And if you join or you go in a consult with me, I want you to do this. I want you to take a moment before we talk because I, I, I'm going to enjoy talking with you. Trust me. And I'm going to bring it. All right. I'm going to bring you all the energy and the attention that you need to make 2024 your year. But before you do that, you got to make me a promise. Okay. I want you to take a moment to reflect on what you want, what you personally want, all right, and what's achievable, the steps that are needed to be there. We're going to figure that out. But as I discussed today, all of this is possible, okay? The small changes consistently applied can lead to significant transformations. Until next time, here's to a year filled with positive strides. Take care. Make those healthy goals a reality. Class is concluded. I will see you in the School of Doza. Take care. Keep working on your health.